Hello, everyone. You are tuning into the Zencast, where we talk about everything interesting known to man. I'm Dr. Paula G. And I'm Jungler Joran. In a moment, find out why you are heart stuck in League of Legends. Now you might be wondering, what is League of Legends? So basically, League of Legends is a game made by a very, very Attacan company called Riot Games, and it's basically a MOBA which involves um, 5v5 format or 5-person v5 person format, and it, uh, the, each player plays a certain unique champion that they can do to fight the enemy team and towards to uh, take their objective uh, uh, called a Nexus, which is by take, uh, pushing into enemy territory and while defending your own at the same time. So basically, uh, one of my point is that it's a very popular game with a huge player base, even to this day, although it was released in 2009. And as, as a result, there, and there's this term that we call hard stuck, which is when players just cannot climb the ranks, for example. And a jungler drone can go into the more specifics about this. Yeah, so basically what hard stuck means, and you know, this is kind of like the title of what we're talking about today, is when you are stuck hard. And obviously, when you're stuck in some place, it's you don't want to be there, right? And in the context of yep. League of Legends, you know, League of Legends has a rank system, as we both know, uh, and it ranks from divisions Iron, Silver, and then all the way up to Challenger. So basically, what hard yep. stuck is is when you're stuck, particularly in one of those lower divisions, and you've been stuck there for a very long time, and you don't want to be there. Uh, that's what hard stuck is, and a lot of people want to get out of being hard stuck. Uh, for example, if you're in Silver 4, which is like the, the lowest division of Silver, uh, you might be in Silver for, let's say, two years. And since that's not a great place to be relative to where you could be on the on the scale from Iron to Challenger, you would consider yourself Hearthstone. All right, Dr. Yep. Paulo G, I just want to get a little bit of your insight here. What would be... One of your experiences with with being hard stuck. <laughs> so basically, this this season, for example, season twelve, I'm hard stuck of bronze one. I played around sixty games and I cannot climb out of bronze one for some reason. Well, I already know the reason why I cannot climb out of bronze one, but other 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 players might not, and this is why we are here to inform them why they are hard stuck or what they can do to climb the ranks and not be hard stuck anymore. For example, um, like last season, I was. Uh, silver four, but like this season, I dropped the rank because players, more hard stuck players, are occurring, and and usually you can know this is by the way they play and the way they act within the game. So, jungler drone, what are your experiences on being hard stuck in the budget? All right. So, actually, for the past two years, I have been hard stuck in silver two, right? Uh, and I recently found out about the Zen state, which we'll touch on. Uh, much later, but I found out about the Zen state, and after that, it kind of put the game into a whole new perspective. And we're here to to share that with you. Uh, and I think that it'll be something to learn from, and something that will elevate your game to a whole new level. You're, you're gonna have a much better experience, like I did. Uh, and I just want to briefly touch on for those of who don't know 
or are not familiar with League of Legends, League of Legends is a MOBA, it's a type of game. Uh, and I just want to highlight the difference between, let's say, a MOBA and a first-person uh, first shooter, like Call of Duty. What do you think, Dr. Paulo G? So there's a very, very big difference in, in terms of gameplay in a MOBA and a first-person shooter. I'll just talk about, like, for a MOBA, for example, a MOBA is a team game and it requires a lot more collaboration. It requires a lot more cohesion among the players to work to achieve the goal that they want to achieve. But for a first-person shooter, for example, you can be much more reliant on yourself by the, how good you are at clicking heads, for example, and how good you are at landing your bullets on other people. So what the biggest difference between a MOBA and a, a first-person shooter is, I think a, a first-person shooter is more focused towards mechanical gameplay and how well you can aim. Well, a MOBA is, uh, has a very big element of collaboration and team play within the game, such as League of Legends. Yeah, and I think something that you mentioned there that I can pick up on, clicking heads, right? And that's you know something that that we can laugh about, but in League of Legends, right, there's the same concept, and we, we characterize those as skill shots, basically things that you need to aim uh, or that might miss, right? They can hit or miss. Yes. Uh, skill shots are an important part of the game uh, because they are either doing very, very high damage or they are impacting the current state in the game uh, in an impactful way, right? Let's say, yeah. uh, like a like a Morgana binding, for example. Morgana is, is one of the mm -hmm. champions. One of her abilities is a skill shot, and if she hits the skill shot, then whoever is hit by it is going to be stuck in place for about two to three hours, which is really like a big play, right? If you if you hit that, then you the enemy can't really do anything. And that's right. I just want to stress the importance of hitting skill shots. What what do you think might be the effects of someone who is not hitting their skill shots? Uh, before we get to that topic, I just want to point out that the Jordan, jungler Jordan was exaggerating on how long the Morgana banning is. It's actually around like two to three seconds, which is a little bit more balanced than what uh, impact two to three hours might have on you if you just like, for example, cannot move for two to three hours in the game. Right, but this is also not to say that there are not broken abilities. There are not very impactful abilities that do not require to land a skill shot. Uh, a co very common example of this is Malzahar ulti, which does the same thing as Morgana binding and actually roots the champion or immobilizes them for a longer duration of time just by pressing one button on them. Right, which is like yeah. it searches up Malzahar R. It's commonly talked about within the league fan base, and it's a pretty broken ability uh, to use. So now, what are the effects of someone who is not landing a skill shot? You know. First of most players, the land not landing skill shots will often create sort of this mental block or like this annoyance or frustration among players because they're just gonna question themselves why can't they land the skill shot? But rather, but you know, land, missing skill shots is usually not that not that big of a deal because you know it happens. Even pro players, even players among challenger or play on the professional leagues such as LCK, LCS, they they even miss skill shots on a very a common basis, right? So I, I wouldn't say don't be worried about missing skill shots, but a lot of players, player players put a lot of stress to uh, stress into landing their skill shots, which is why they have frustrated, very frustrated and they're angered, easily angered when they just cannot land any skill shots, for example. Right. But for example, if you're missing 90 to 100 percent of your skill shots, then you should definitely go into a practice tool. You should definitely play some some normal games or go into uh, 
a, a tutorial game with some bots and to practice those skill shots because that can also be a determining factor of being hard start. Um, on the other hand, there are also champions. If you don't want to do this, there are also champions that don't require any skill shots at all. Right. For example, one of my favorite examples of this is a champion such as Malphite, as Vayne. for example. Vayne is a good Vayne, one. Too. Vayne is also a good skill shot, but Vayne requires different mechanics other than landing skill shots because they're, about, well, they're, very, they're very specific to the champion, such as like you have low HP and you have the kite well, which is another term used to like dodging, which is a term used to space between uh, to champions to make sure they cannot hit you, but you can actually hit them, right? Right. But there's also champions that don't require any skill shots. You can do whatever you want with them, such as Malphite. Actually, Malphite has one skill shot, which is just pressing his R, but it's relatively easy to land because of the hitbox is just enormous, right? So right. if you do not want to go into tutorial games or normal games to practice these out, you can always find these champions that just don't require any skill shots to play. And yeah. you can have you can you have a fun time with them as champions that do have skill shots. But right, only, of often the downside of that is that you cannot make very splashy plays with uh, champions that have uh, no skill shots and champions that have a lot of skill shots. And why? Uh, so, Jungler Jordan, I want to ask you is why do players tend to play champions that are often more difficult to play than champions that, uh, such as champions that have a lot more skill shots than champions that have barely none, barely any skill shots? Right. There is this bias that if you play something that is more difficult, <laughs> then you'll get a higher turnover, right? And that's usually the case. Yeah. It's like high risk, high reward kind of champions, right? High risk yeah. meaning high level of skill, and but the turnover is very large. And what players tend to do is that they're very attracted by this large turnover, and so that they're willing to put in a lot of risk, which is really not really a big risk, right? And the reason why it's yeah. a big risk is because players tend to play champions that they don't have any experience in. One one example of that would be, for example, there's a champion called Riven, uh, which yep. has a very high amount of difficulty. Or let's say Yasuo is another champion that has a that has a high difficulty. And a lot of players tend to play those champions without having experience because maybe they watch you know some montage on YouTube or they see pro players do it and they see that these plays can be very flashy. And yep. they can have a, you know, notoriously high turnover, uh, like turnover level. <clears throat> and when players are attracted to that, they keep playing these champions over and over again. And they're wondering, why am I not performing well, even though I'm playing Riven or Yasuo? And the answer to that is because you don't practice, right? With every single yeah. champion, to some degree, you need to practice, right? Some champions... Maybe you practice less than others, but especially the one that you mentioned, like these high skill requirement champions, they require a lot of practice. And frankly, a lot of people are hard stuck because they keep playing those without having practice. And they keep expecting themselves to play better than what their skill level is actually at. Yep. Yep. That is absolutely correct so now if you um, my recommendation recommendation is like if you want to play like a very hard champion you probably just want to stick to that champion for like stick to that champion for like a long duration of time because oftenly it's very it takes a very long time to learn the all the, the gimmicks of what the champion can do and what its capabilities are right but if you do if you just if you don't want to do that or you just want to like have fun playing the game or just pick any champion you want you you can have you can have better time in league of legends by playing a lot more easier champions but just a, but with a larger champion pool, for example. 
Right. There's something else I want to touch on uh, other than, you know, playing harder champions than, than you can manage or, let's say, missing skill shots. There's something else that is very uh, impactful in League of Legends and why people might be hard stuck. And that is deeply rooted, I think, in the mindset that people have going into the game. I know that as a previously hard stuck League of Legends player myself, uh, I have had lots of experiences uh, where people are blaming each other. And what are your thoughts on this, Dr. Prology? Yep, every game you play, every game, most of the games you play in League of Legends, you'll probably encounter like someone flaming another person. Like this is very common in League of Legends because they're usually underperformed. They're underperforming, for example, or they're getting absolutely destroyed in lane by their opponent, for example, and they're just now mad. And this usually occurs between laners and junglers. You know, this is because of the characteristics of the role, right? Because a laner is the laner is focused on a jungler's role is usually to help laners win lane by ganking them or just by attempting to kill the enemy uh, uh, opponent or by putting them to, at a disadvantage, right? So whenever a laner is losing, for example, for, uh, for instance, um, they just get mad. They just get mad because the jungler didn't help them, right? But right. they also have to be aware of the fact that a jungler cannot be everywhere on the map at the same time, right? They're not omnipotent. They're not god. Come on. Yeah. There's like there's, there's a regular human playing League of Legends. So like, what do you, ex you can't expect like all like them to help you late all the time like no they have their own stuff to do right in the game and they want to do their own things in the game right so i think the characteristics of of uh flaming other teammates is so deeply rooted in the fact and the fact that like league of legends players have uh, uh like a like an unusually big ego for some reason and this is probably because of the fact that they think that they're uh, they should be a higher rank than what they are right so and they're also like very focused on winning. So, what are uh, what are your thoughts on this jungler Jordan? Yeah. So, I just want to pick up on what you said about they're focused on winning, and what they what they think uh, in that they're better than the rank that they are at. And this is usually like a comparative kind of mindset. Like you compare yourself to your teammates, and you say, "Oh, I wouldn't be doing like let's say if a teammate is is making a bad play, they would say I wouldn't be doing that play, right?" Yeah. The truth is. There are other things that are that they are doing that are making them uh, not climbing the ranks, let's say, that are making them hard stuck. And the problem with most people who are hard stuck, especially in, let's say, gold rank and below, so gold, silver, bronze, and iron, is that they tend to blame other people for everything that is going wrong in their game. If they're losing their lane, if they're getting if they're getting ganked and mispositioning. If they're missing skill shots, getting hit by skill shots, making bad plays, making bad trades, not farming, having 10 CS in 10 minutes, right? Yep. Or trolling, or another term that uh, I'll ask you to explain in a second, running it down, right? All of these things. Yep. Even as they're doing all of these things, they are still blaming their teammates. And that is not a healthy <laughs> mindset to have because if you're trying to climb, there's always something that you can do better. It's not always your teammates that are that are running it down, um, as as a term that I use. It's not always your teammates who are making you lose the game. There's there's also some That's element true. that you can improve on. That's true. That's very true. So now to define what John said, John Lloyd said before about uh, oh, running it down. 
So basically running it down, it refers to the term of when someone plays the game of League of Legends after intentionally trying to lose or trying intentionally trying to put them down, put themselves down at a very disadvantaged position compared to the enemy opponent, right? So because of this, uh, so uh, elaborating on what Jordan said, Jordan said before, like it's it's not it's a very not a good it's not a good habit to uh, just actively to flame other teammates for the sake of just flaming other people because uh, you are underperforming or something like that because you know this uh, these uh, habits often lead they can are applicable towards real life and they also start to grow into an action that you do in real life for example and let's say for instance you are working for like a serious project for like. Uh, you're a company or you're for a school, for example, and you start to flame, you start to insult your uh, team members by, for whatever reason, like what they made a mistake in like a presentation or something. Um, and this results in like very unhealthy relationships and also like results in uh, the, the downgrading of the quality of like the project you're doing. And this is also, this is very, uh, this is very, uh, bad, uh, this is very, uh, this is very bad for you because oftenly the stakes that you are, the stakes of a project that you are doing for a company or for a school is usually often a lot greater than the stakes you have by winning a League of Legends game, right? Right. right. So to uh, further branch off on this point, uh, honestly, uh, on the other hand of being flamed, for example, like let's say you are a victim of someone who is flaming you, right? And look. But you keep being be mindful of the fact that you know, and they they they, they might have had a rough day. You know, they they just had like some accident at work or something, and yeah. they, you know they dropped their they spilled the coffee all over the shirt for something in the morning or or something like that. You know, they, maybe they just need the letters to vent out their anger for something. But right. usually, you can you can tell like the difference between someone who's trying to like vent out their anger on something than something who's just actively flaming you for the sake of flaming you. And like backseating you and telling you what is you you are doing wrong, right? Right. So, so I just want to so for pe- people who are playing League of Legends, just be mindful of the fact that other people can be flaming you for the purpose of flaming you, or whatever they're like venting out their anger, you know. And then when that when if, if they're venting out their anger, you know, maybe, maybe just give them a, like a very reass- like a reassuring message to them, you know, you just don't just like you can just like talk to them, for example, like with a lead chat or something like that. And for people who, you know. Just flame you for the sake of flaming you, flaming you, for example. Uh, Jor- uh, Jungler Jordan can elaborate on that. Yeah, for someone who is flaming you just for the sake of flaming you, right? There, there, there are two uh, ideal scenarios for this. The first, the first case is that they're not saying anything helpful, right? They're just flaming you for no reason on things that are unrelated to the game. Uh, the second case is something that I'll, I'll touch a bit on later, uh, but for the first one. What you can do is you can type, type slash mute space and then all, right? If you slash mute all, yep. you are just muting the entire chat. You don't need to tune yourself into that that toxic environment where people are just constantly flaming you. That's when you can't take it anymore, right? If there's there's a certain yep. point where, and you know, different people have different tolerance levels, but if there's that, that certain point where your mental state will start to deteriorate very rapidly. Uh, and before you reach that point, it's very important to be mindful of that, be aware of that, and to tune yourself out from that kind of uh, those kind of comments. Yep. Uh, so and, yeah, to, go ahead. Uh, so to point out like something like this, I just want to point out the slash mute all right, being the mechanic that you mentioned in the game. But 
you don't necessarily have to do this because what slash mute alt does it oftenly just blocks it just mutes everyone and so prevents you from seeing uh anything that your teammates or enemy team is typing towards you right but i think uh this is because uh another way to solve this is just to have a change in your mental state and and what uh, and, and just you just just ignore everything and just ignore all the comments that are destructive towards you and just uh, take in the con the constructive criticism that your teammates might be providing you, for example, right? So, uh, the down one of the downsides of slashing meeting all is you cannot actually listen to what your team is telling you that you are doing wrong because you know there is some element of truth towards blaming. And let's say you are actually just like intentionally, like in the like in the minds of other people, intentionally running it down, for example, even though you're trying your best, right? You can just listen to your teammates on telling you what you know, what's uh, like some things you are doing wrong, for instance. And you can actually just take it to elevate your gameplay, for example, right? So uh, it's also I think it's very important to have like a, a sort of nonchalant attitude towards playing the game of League of Legends, uh, and because you can uh, this way you can just you're less volatile towards people who are flaming you, as you don't care about what the what those people want to say, but rather you can also take in the constructive criticism that your teammates might be providing. But from like a practical standpoint. Uh, people, people who are on lower ranks, from like iron to gold, probably won't have that much to say about improving your game or like that much advice to give you, right? So it's honestly not that bad to just slash mute all and just like mute everyone, mute everyone, for instance. And if you ever do want to elevate your game, you can also honestly just go to YouTube to find educational content on how to improve your game at League of Legends, right? Yeah, from a psychological perspective, and I know you as a self-proclaimed doctor yourself. Uh, I will ask about you but, but from the psychological standpoint. But before that, I just want to point out that when you are getting flamed, right, in any kind of scenario, it doesn't have to apply to League of Legends, although that's the main focus. Uh, when you're getting flamed, the best thing to do is tune out the unnecessary bits, right, the destructive yep. words, and focus on your own crafts because that's the most important thing, right? It's what you're doing to help the cause that you and your teammates are working towards. And if you're not working towards the same cause, that's okay, right? You focus on your mm -hmm. cause. Let's say if you're trying to climb, yeah. you're trying to win, climb up the ranks, right? You focus on what you need to improve on. And maybe some of that can be acquired from what your teammates have to say, right? Because not all flame uh, is, for example, unreasonable, right? Because maybe some flame has some, has some truth to it. Uh, yeah. If you're constantly getting flamed about let's say not helping out your jungler for for an objective let's say while you're available for it while your champion is uh, is suited for that kind of play then maybe you need to rethink like maybe okay i'm getting flamed every single game for not helping my jungler uh, maybe i need that's something i need to work on right and i think you need, as long as you're tuning out the unnecessary bits you can take the helpful bits in order to you know you can say to yourself, "What can I do to improve? What am I getting? Uh, what am I getting flamed for?" For example, right? Uh, yep. And at the end of the day, you know, take everything with a grain of salt. Uh, as I said, get the tune into the things that will help you, and use that to work on your own craft and get work towards getting better at the game, at your own role, at your own champion, right? Um, and so that's that's what I think about it. And now I want to ask Dr. Paula G from a psychological standpoint, what effect would that have? You know, if you're tuning out the bad stuff and getting the good stuff, 
what is the psychological impact of working towards that end goal? Um, honestly, if you just ignore all the bad stuff that is being uh, directed towards you, you can honestly, your mood will also improve. And if your mood improves, then the, the, your performance in the game will also improve drastically. And another thing that I want to stress about the Legends is that just please play the game for fun. Like, I've seen way too many players who just are too focused on winning, and which results in the, like they're extremely volatile towards uh, a negative, destructive comments being directed towards them, or whatever, like miss a cannon minion, or just die to the opponent for uh, for some reason, right? So as a result, just please play the game for fun. You'll honestly very experienced uh, than if you just try to focus on winning, for example, uh, because because you are less. You're less uh, affected by the if your mental state is like less affected by losing a game, for example, and or, or like some mishaps that happen or uh, like obstacles that might you might face when you play League of Legends, for instance. Of course. So just to just to summarize, thank, and thank you for your for your insight from the from the psychology standpoint, Doctor Apology. I just want to summarize on on the things that we talked about so far, just to get a just to get a clear picture of how to avoid being heart stuck or how to get out from being heart stuck so number one obviously you should not miss your skill shots right if you're doing something wrong in the yeah. game and you're doing it 90 to 100 percent of the time you should there's probably a problem there right you're probably it's probably yeah. uh something that that you're trolling in right and you're probably running it down if you're not if you're not hitting all your skill shots okay number two is to make sure to work on your own craft right you don't have to you, have to pay, you don't have to pay attention to what people are saying just work on your own craft and always be mindful of the things that you need to work on in order to achieve your goal, which is in this case, not being hard stuck. Number three would be tune out anything that's unnecessary, right? If people are flaming you, if people are blaming you, tune out anything, anything that's unnecessary. And also you shouldn't be that person who is flaming everyone else because like I said, in the second point, you work on yourself. Right? Don't worry about what other people are doing. Uh, and just to briefly mention that there are things when people flame you, there are things in their criticism that are maybe, you know, there's some element of truth in it. So you should also consider that when you are considering which parts to tune out from what people are saying. Do you have any last thoughts on this, Dr. Apology? Uh, just to point out what you said on the fact that if you're missing your show, Scott, they're probably doing something wrong. Um, I just want to elaborate on the fact that if you're missing your skill slots on an everyday basis or very common, then you are probably doing something wrong. You probably need to hit the practice tool or like hit normal games to practice landing your skill shots before you go into a competitive environment, right? Yeah. But if you are missing your skill shots, like uh, occasionally, like one day, like you, like one day you're just like completely miss all your skill shots for an instance on like a champion called uh, Yasuo. For instance, then it's you know it's not your fault. It's not necessarily your fault. You know it happens. You might you are you're obviously gonna underperform uh, some days rather than other days because you know you're you're not a robot. You cannot perform at your peak at a consistent rate. Even pro players can't do that. You know, like one day I was watching Faker, right? He was like oh ten on Yasuo, and they and just having a rough game. But you know that doesn't matter because you should you should just tell tell yourself that. I can all just perform better next game rather than focusing on the mishaps that happened for like a certain game, for instance, right? You always want to focus on developing your strengths then rather than instead of criticizing your own weaknesses, right? And another point that I want to stress out is 
is that please play the game for fun, right? If you're playing the game just to win or just to gain satisfaction by defeating your opponents, for example, the League of Legends is probably not the right game for you. You can probably you just probably just play another first-person shooter game, such as like Valorant or like Call of Duty, for example, because those are more mechanically aligned and you have more control over the game state rather than you have over League, because League of Legends is a collaborative game. Uh, it's a team member game, it's you have to uh, collaborate and it's, uh, so, uh, com communicate with your other team members in order to achieve a common goal, right? So, of course. On, uh, on this note, uh, you you uh, you obviously need to be aware of your own self-improvement if you want to win the game, right? And you obviously have to care about winning the game if you if you want to climb the ranks, right? So, but on the end of the day, just play the game for fun, to your own personal enjoyment. If you don't want to uh, climb the ranks, for example, that is completely up to you, right? But if you do, if you do want to climb, for example, uh, there are a bunch of resources out there online that you can use to improve your own craft, or to even, or like even coaching services that like that might actually help you uh, to point out what you're doing wrong and what you're actually doing very well at the game. Right, uh, and just to add up with 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 my final thoughts as well, do not flame while you're in the game. Okay, do not flame while you're in, if you have any criticism. On a competitive level, especially if you're playing with, uh, with with this like the like a consistent team, like every single day or or regularly, do not flame them in the game. If you have an opportunity to flame them outside the game, I think it's much much better to flame them after the game, right? Because think about it: if you're flaming someone while you're playing the game, then they're gonna get tilted. If they get tilted, that's gonna lower their performance. That's going to lower your chance of winning. And as their performance decreases, there's a chance that you're going to get tilted as well. And when you get tilted, your performance decreases. Then the, the entire team gets tilted. Entire team mood goes down, morale goes down. And they don't have that mindset, that mental state, that zen state in order to improve and win. Yeah. This is actually like, to point out what Jordan's saying, it's actually exponential decrease. You know, what you think, yes. your teammates... If you flame one of your teammates, their performance starts going down, and then a bunch of more teammates are gonna start like yes. noticing their junglers, their like the teammates' bad performance, and their mood starts going down, and their performance starts going down. So you know it's just a, a endless loop of yep. just like tilting and like flaming each other, and just like just a bad performance. And as and like 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 if you flame your teammates, you're probably gonna have no chance of winning. Let's be honest. So make sure you do not ever flame your teammates in game. After game, I don't care what you guys do. Like just ban flame each other like all you want last shot are your teammates for doing something wrong in the game it's all banter at the end of the day because you're not yeah. in the game already right you finished the game you're done with it right so just move on to the next one get all your flaming done with and just have fun in the next game yeah and to point out resent state so what zen state is is actually a state of a mental state of self-improvement right you're honest you're constantly uh, conscious of things that you can do to improve yourself in a very various areas and how you can also use these skills that you learn to help other people who also want to try to improve, right? So on that note, uh, Zen State is actually uh, the this idea was actually the original idea for naming our podcast Zen Zen State Podcast for com. And Jordan can elaborate on this. Yeah. So with the Zen State Podcast, you know, thank you for tuning in, and I trust that maybe some of you play the game League of Legends. But what we are about is basically. Uh, talking about the kind of mindset, right, that we discovered that we help each other with in order to achieve reasonable goals within a reasonable time frame uh, by, you know, 
constant stepwise improvements, right? And when you're improving in that manner, then you're working towards something. And that's really the thing that's important. The thing that we want to stress is that you're working towards something effectively and efficiently. Yep. And so we'll discuss, we'll discuss more about the Zen, uh, Zen state idea in further episodes and how this applies to uh, various real life scenarios. But for now, well, I'm going to have to end off this episode with uh, finishing our League of Legends talk, right? You can tune into our Zencast podcast, Zencast or Zen State podcast uh, at every Saturday from 9 to around 12 uh, at noon. So make sure you tune into us if you ever want to listen to helpful advice to try to improve yourself in various areas, uh, in various areas of fields, right? So right. thank you for tuning in to Zen Kate podcast. We'll see you all next week. Yeah. If you have any inquiries, make sure to hit us up on zenstatepodcast at gmail.com. All right. That's zenstatepodcast at gmail.com. As Dr. Paul G said, see you all next week. Thank you and goodbye.